Now, I don't know about you, but this old self, as in mind and body, that we as humans were born with, seems to always find a way to justify our moods as to how we think and behave in this everyday life we live here on planet Earth, especially when challenged or tested or confronted. So, with that said, the importance of having knowledge is very important, wouldn't you say? And along with understanding and hopefully some wisdom to go along with it as well. Look how Paul writes about the old self. In Romans 8, 6, Paul says, If your sinful old self that you were born with is the boss over your mind, it leads to death. But if the Holy Spirit is the boss over your mind, it leads to life and peace. Hello everyone, I'm Neil Parks and welcome to the program, Fill the Lamp. We here at Fill the Lamp are called to help the body of Christ grow and mature. So, with that said, it always brings back memories as to when I was an immature, just saved Christian asking other veteran believing Christians questions from A to Z about Scripture. At that time, it just made sense that lifelong churchgoers, if you will, would have the answers to my questions. Unfortunately, that just wasn't the case. Jesus, in John chapter 3, verses 2 through 4, he was asked a question by Nicodemus. Now, Nicodemus was probably the most knowledgeable and religious person of that day, who was also a Jewish high priest. Nicodemus speaking, he says, Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miracles, your miracles and signs are evidence that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4, What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again. Well, Jesus, I know, was smiling, and he said, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. He said, humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Now, folks, we've been in the book of Colossians, and last time we left off in Colossians chapter 3, verses 6 through 6 and 7, 
and it was talking about the sons and daughters of disobedience. Now, it's pretty evident that the Colossians were, and at that time, are struggling with being born again, just as Nicodemus was. Now, what Paul is talking to the Colossians about in this, in the first three chapters and up until now, is typical back then and in 2022 as well. These Colossians were in the very early stages of their faith walk with Christ. Maybe better put as very immature. They were struggling with exactly the same mindset as to what Jesus is explaining to Nicodemus. John 3, 4 said, uh, where Nicodemus says, What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old codger like me go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Now, young or old, it does not matter. The born-again moment is the birth of the Spirit within each person who confesses their sin and repents. This is where the Holy Spirit comes on the scene. You could almost call him the Spirit, OBGYN, if you will, <laughs> as to unveil he's as to unveil the spiritual mind and set the believer's life in the spirit into motion with it, with this new birth. In John 3, 6, Jesus was explaining this understanding to Nicodemus. Uh, but I would submit to you that religion is a big, big problem and conflicts with grace. Verse 6 again, he says, humans can reproduce only human life. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. You see, the Colossians were struggling with the grace of God, just as some people in 2022 are as well. So let's pick it up in Colossians chapter 3, verses 7 through 11. Paul had just told them that the wrath of, wrath of God was about to come upon them because of their sins and disobedience, and they must kill their old self. Now, that word kill in the Greek is apollomai, which means utter, utterly to destroy or murder. Verse 7, uh, Paul is saying, you used to do these things. Well, what things is he talking about? Fornicate, lust, and covetousness, and idolatry. He says, you used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now, in verse 8, is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malice behavior, slander, and dirty language. Verse 9, he says, don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature 
and all its wicked deeds. In verse 10, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. And then in verse 11, Paul says, In this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters. And he lives in all of us. What Paul is telling the Colossians, as well as us, in 2022, the church, is what our life was before surrendering to our Creator. Look how Paul puts it uh, to the Corinthians. I'm going to read this out of the message translation. It's a paraphrase. 2 Corinthians 5.17. It says, Paul speaking, because of this decision, what is he talking about? Our surrender to Christ. We don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We looked at the Messiah that way once and got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him that way anymore. Now we look inside, and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start and is created new. The old life is gone, and a new life emerges. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and Him, and then called us to settle our relationships, get this, with each other. God put the world square with Himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sins. God has given us the task of telling everyone what he is doing. We're Christ's representatives. God uses us to persuade men and women to drop their differences and enter into God's work of making things right between them. We're speaking for Christ himself now. Become friends with God. He's already a friend with you. Now I want to just read the New King James, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Paul says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Paul is telling these Colossians that they're not the same anymore. If they have truly repented. True repentance now. Don't miss this. True repentance means change. Jesus said in his first sermon, Repent or perish. 
Years ago, one of my mentors schooled me up in that understanding to understand that change is not change until it's changed. The Colossians were being solicited by religious infiltrating Jews that they had to be like the Jews to be accepted by God. But Paul is so very persistent in verse 11. Here it is. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. I think it's time to pray. Father God, we just come to you today. Lord, I lift up each and every listener wherever they're at around the world. Whatever they may be going through, Lord, whatever it is, Father God, where the old person, the old codger, if you will, is dead now, and that there is a new creature, and the Holy Spirit has put his hands on us believers and has infiltrated us with his, his love, and we trust in him. Lord, I just lift up all my listeners that they have come to this point in their life, that this is a new, new life, and that they can begin walking in it the moment that they repent. Father God, your word says that if we'll confess our sins, that you're faithful and true to forgive our sins and restore us to righteousness. And your word also says that we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Lord, I just thank you and love you and praise you. Put your hands on on all these loved ones of ours that they may come to know who you are. Lord, we just praise you. We lift you up right now. We lift you up that you might be glorified. And we do this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, it's been great having you here today with me. And I hope and pray that I'll get to hear, hear from you and see you again soon. So until next time, I'm Neil Parks.